Susul. Hello and welcome to Under the Plum Bob, the podcast about all things related to our favorite game, The Sims, Sims 1, Sims 2, Sims 3, Sims 4. Uh, This podcast is produced by a couple of good friends with similar interests. Um, Yes, I have made the joke before. No, I'm not sorry about it. I am Melissa, your sometimes host and friendly neighborhood editor, and I am joined today on this episode of Social Bunny with Jane. Hello, Jane. Hi. How is your July going? Um, it's it's all right. You know, it's a little bit chaotic because I'm taking yeah. summer classes and that's always insane. So, Oh, my gosh. Whoa. I don't envy you. I don't. I mean, yeah. good for you and education is important, but I'm really glad that those days are behind me personally. I don't, I don't know why I did this to myself. <laughs> We're all but gluttons for punishment. I understand. Too late now. <laughs> anyway. We're too far in. Anyway. Yep. Uh, so you know how this goes by now. If you're a new listener, welcome. We, on Social Bunny episodes, talk about the latest news and updates in the Sims world. So recently we had a Maxis Monthly update. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about some subsequent patches and some other news going on in our world. A week or so ago, the Maxis Monthly took place. Um, and this was a big one, not so much in terms of gameplay necessarily, but... Uh, design-wise, there are some pretty big changes. Jane, what do you? F- how do you feel about the overall uh, look and feel changes of The Sims? Um, it, you know, I think it's okay, except that the bright blue hurts my eyes. Like, thankfully, oh, we'll talk about that. We'll yeah. talk about that. But I mean, in general, I like it. Just not the not the bright uh, bright blue. That, that's a little much. So let's roll through these changes. First, we have the plum bob. Um, our famous uh, diamond rhombusy rotating being that sits above our <laughs> Sims heads um, got a little bit of a kind of like an art deco redesign. It's a little, um, oh, what's the other word for it? It's art deco, but it's sort of like um, very geometric and kind of like geo modern. Um, I think it's cool. Um, what do you think? Um, I like it. You know, I think it's definitely going to take some getting used to. It's definitely different. I liked the old Plum Bob a lot, um, but this one's all right. It's not my favorite, like, design they've ever done or anything, but it's not, like, horrible. I don't hate it, you know? Yeah, I don't hate it. I think it's it's interesting um, and good for them for kind of mixing things up. I mean, when did Sims 4 come out again? Uh, 2014, I believe. It's a fact that we should probably know off the top of our heads. I do not. Jane, thanks for coming in clutch. Um, (laughs) So it's been five years since this game came out. And I mean, I for one find it interesting that there are these redesigns coming in. Um, I feel like about this time in the lifespan of other games, they maybe have announced the next version as in Sims 2 or 3 or 4. So... I, for one, am happy that we're not getting Sims 5 right now. I don't yeah. think we need it yet. I think there's I don't think plenty so more. I think plenty um, more to do. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like Sims 4 is still... I shouldn't say it's in an unfinished state, per se, because the base game is obviously complete. But in terms of DLC and the extra things that you pay for, I would say it's not complete. Because we're used to getting certain kinds of expansions every time there's a new um, Sims series. And not all of those have come yet, I feel. So, 
you know Jane and I stan university. I think yes. we're the only ones on the team who are that excited about it. So And it's funny because it's like in, in real life I, I do school and I'm like, oh my God, this is so boring. But in The Sims, I'm like, <laughs> ooh, this is fun. I'm gonna have my Sim go to a frat party and get drunk, you know. Like <laughs> uh Sims 2 University, definitely the best for sure. I haven't played Sims 2 University in forever. <gasps> oh. I thought you meant ever. I was going to no, say. No, I have played it, but I mean, mostly though, I had, well, okay, so the way I played Sims 2 University, this is a side story, this is a tangent, but I was <gasps> a playing. tangent? Yes, I was playing as the Broke family, and um, I sent Dustin off to university, and he basically sat in his dorm and ate mac and cheese all day, so. I think I played him in college, too. Yeah, there's just something about that family. Oh. The Brokes. Uh, <laughs> very soon coming out is a Team Llama episode about the Broke family. You'll get to hear all about our love for all of the Brokes. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Coming out soon. Ooh, fun, fun. Yeah, Team Tangent. Eat your heart out. <laughs> we got chan- Tangents, too. Tangents so, for days. Okay. Tangents for days. All right, so we got the Plum Bob. Um, looks fine. The new box art. So obviously games don't come in boxes anymore. It's 2019. And as far as, you know, download art, I mean, okay, I guess, it, does anyone still buy them in stores? I sound very bougie in making such an assumption. Um, I apologize. Yeah, I think I think a fair amount of people, I mean, you know, I'll buy console games in stores, but for PC, sure. I just download everything. So Sure. So in, in the event that you are buying a physical copy of the game, the art that sits on the outside of the game when you purchase it and exchange financial means to... <laughs> pick up your game that same art is uh featured in origin those have all been updated it's pretty cute we've got streamlined looks and i mean it's it's said that kind of the style is made consistent throughout the the different um expansion packs um game packs uh stuff packs it's sort of you know the sims that are featured on each of those have kind of a similar look not in that they're non-diverse but in a in a sense that Mm -hmm. like the 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 composition of the art is consistent yes (coughs) um and i think they're nice i i like them a lot Mm -hmm. um the home screen when you open up the game uh tell us a little bit about that jane because i know you've been playing a lot more than i have recently so the home screen um i so there's now like if you don't have all the expansion packs you can actually I think view the trailers like within the game itself, hmm. which is pretty cool. It's like they're in the menu and you can click on them and they're, they're basically embedded into the game, which is interesting. Smart um, marketing decision. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, the layout has been changed so that all of the packs, I guess, are listed across the bottom of the screen, which I did not notice at the first uh, at first. Um, and then the other thing that I did notice was that um, the, icons for new game and load game and the play button have been moved. I believe they were previously on the left side of the screen, if I remember correctly, and they've now been moved to the right. Yep. So there's that. And then there's a new animation on the bottom. It's a bouncing something or other. I think it's a llama. I don't know. Oh, oh, it is represented in the new load screen or the new home screen. You have a bouncing llama and a bouncing social bunny or, you know, the bunny, the, that like bunny pop, like the ice cream that you get, the little freezer bunny. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I guess it's a freezer bunny, but <laughs> my, my very child, social. Yes. 
So I'm sure that that is something that they'll embed some Easter eggs in and swap those out here and there yeah, for I special bet, like, occasions. For, you know, the holidays will give them like a little like a little scarf with like candy cane print or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and then the loading <laughs> screen is also new. Um, it's currently this very bright, in my opinion, very uh, intense light blue color. Um, and in August, the team is changing it to dark blue because it has caused seizures and migraines in some players yeah this was so interesting to me um i I wasn't aware that this is something that could happen but it makes sense you know different frequencies of light uh conflicting apparently are you said it gave you a headache it it didn't really give me a headache so much it gave me like really bad visual vertigo for a minute which is weird because i i almost never have that but then i was looking at the screen and i was like whoa i feel weird i'm gonna look away now um (laughs) so i think if you're even slightly photosensitive you know it's possible it's going to affect you so for the listeners who maybe have a history of that i'd be very cautious until the next update in august when they fix this totally Um, and oh for you know accessibility purposes there's also a um, somebody redesigned it so that it gives you back like the old loading menu and stuff. I'm not sure if it's just the like the menu itself or if it's also the loading screens. But if you go to Twisted Mexi um, on Patreon, there is um, basically they put the old menu back in the game. And I'm not sure if they did the loading screens as well. But if, oh. you, really, if you really need the old menu for whatever reason, that would be where you could go. Yeah, so two potential fixes. This this mod that you're talking about. Say, mm-hmm. what's the name again? Um, I don't know the name of. I think it's called Clean UI or something uh-huh. like that. But it's by Twisted Mexi. So you've got option A there. Plus, there is a fix coming, an official fix coming mm-hmm. from the team. Uh, they announced in August that they will be updating that. And by the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be just about out. So stay tuned mm-hmm. for that. And I think there uh, are also some people who. Um, are working on modifying loading screens to be like lighter colors. I've definitely seen a couple on Tumblr where uh, instead of being that bright blue, it's like a really light blue that's like barely a blue. Yeah. It's more of a yeah, white. I think like that would have, um, you know, you could avoid some some eye issues by changing it in the other direction too. But I think the plan for the team is they're going to make it just a different shade of, of darker blue. It's easier on the old peepers. Right. Yeah. Which is important. And I I don't like to, you know, I don't like to be that person who like drags companies down too much, but I just wonder who approved that. And, you know, in terms of accessibility, it's like, I'm pretty sure there's guidelines these days for not having strobe lights or strobing effects or whatever in various places. And it's like, does that just not extend to game development? Because if you look at the plumb bob, while the loading screen is going um, it almost gives a strobing effect. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that, but the way the new plumb bob looks and the way it spins, it almost gives a, a strobing type of look. It's it's not very comfortable to look at. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, we, I feel like on this show, we give uh, Maxis EA a lot of benefit of the doubt. I, you know, I want to continue to do that. Um, but I hope that, one of the benefits of having such a vocal community uh, of fans is what drove them to go, oh, yeah, we got to fix that right away. So on the on the bright side, they are, you know, actively looking to change it. But it's something yeah. that definitely could have been uh, considered a li- little bit more mm-hmm. carefully in it's the first not, place. Yeah, and it's not even something that I would care about except for the fact that it has these effects on people's health. It's like if it was just... 
if it was just, oh, this is annoying, you know, that I could overlook. But right. it's like, if it's causing seizures in epileptic people, that's a problem. Yeah, you know? for sure. That's I a problem. I was just like, whoa, you know, thank God I'm not seizure prone because I probably would have died, you know, or something. Yeah, I'm a little scared to play, honestly. I'm not seizure prone, but I'm, I wonder I mean, how I would, uh, that would be, work. I would say what's helped me is I just open my game and I let it load completely and I like walk away. And then when it's done, I come back. Uh, like the so. good old days. Yeah. It, I remember it takes- the days of sim too i would load up go make myself a sandwich come back it takes a hot minute because i have so many mods installed i mean i managed to shrink down my loading times a bit by compressing all of my files um somebody on tumblr tipped me off to that um but it's it hasn't changed it too much it's kind of about five minutes off so i'm now down to 10 minutes instead of 15 but damn kind of a long time (laughs) so that's intense that's more modding than i do so i I had respect custom content addiction so <laughs> anyway well, yeah i have i had to take all mine out for sulani and now i, mm. I haven't put it all back in yet so yeah I'm i never had a deficit i don't really take mine out I, I just update my script mods and i call it good you know I, I don't think i've removed a single create a sim item in the last three years except for the ones that wow. break so yeah like i said bit of a addiction anyway i mean i, I took them out just to just in case all the, you know, the sunburn changes. Oh, yeah, didn't, no, didn't that I, affect some custom I think, content? I think it did because I definitely have a couple of Sims where, like, they have these weird um, white glowing lines on them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I heard that's an issue with very old custom content, like anything that was made prior to 2014. And I guess there's some kind of fix for it. But hell if I know what it is. So, <laughs> you know, I may just have <laughs> to take all scientists. Yeah, I'm not I'm not that tech savvy. Unfortunately. The other day I was looking at um this is another tangent brought to you by me. But the other day <laughs> I was looking at Zerbu's uh mod constructor, which is how I make traits, and he updated it to this new version and it doesn't have a guide with it like version three did. And with version three I was able to just sit there, read the guide, do this, this, and this to get my trait working. And then now it's like I've been thrown into the wilderness with no guide. And I'm asking on Tumblr, like, can anybody help me make this trait? And nobody knows. So it's like, (laughs) if any listeners know how to make custom traits using Zerbu's mod constructor version four, help me. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my You know how to reach us. You know Mm -hmm. how to reach us. Reach out if you are a custom content junkie like Jane or me a little bit. Um, Yeah, we would love to hear your expertise for show reasons and also personal gain <laughs> quite frankly yes. yes personal gain because i mean my trait only has two buffs right now and i'm just like it needs more plus i want to make more traits so it's like i need i need to learn how to do this mm-hmm. i don't know what any of the language means it, it's talking about you know these different strings of code and i'm just like what's happening so all yeah. right so we have gotten off the rails i'm gonna bring us back in here. completely yes did you read the um history of sims box art article i did not but i you know i definitely have my own like personal opinions of it all i will say one thing before we jump in is that um from my recollections of the sims 3 the people on the box look nothing like the people in the game and i don't know if that's just my computer or what but it's like they look so much more defined in the official art and then when you get in the computer and the actual game and on the computer they look like freaking little potato people it's like i remember that i agree hey let's go through let's go through all all four so this is a nice um wordpress article check it out you can look it up it's called a history of the sims box art it's on wordpress um 
by a user called Cinderella Mouse. Love the Disney shout out. Uh, nice. And their, their blog looks like it is called simsinthewoods.wordpress.com. So check that out. Um, and it kind of goes through in details how the front of the game looked in every iteration. And it makes some interesting points. So Sims 1, uh, if you'll recall, it's got like a... One, two, three, four, five, six. It's a, a grid of nine, and it's all different Sims. And by different, I mean pretty diverse from a race perspective, you would say. There's uh, clearly Bella and Mortimer making out in wedding garb in the top right-hand corner. Um, <laughs> there's a burglar, RIP, uh, burglars. Uh, um, I miss burglars. <laughs> and it uh, depicts all of the life stages that were available in Sims 1, which was child, uh, old person, and adult. And it's that the Sims logo, the house, the the roof over the the M, like a little house, and the subtitle, The People Simulator, from the creator of SimCity. And boy, does it look old. I mean... It, for real. It really does. The nostalgia is so real. Looks rather ancient. And by comparison, Sims 2 does not look nearly that old. It's not up to modern standards, but it's not that, that yeah. old. God, this is this is a throwback. Right. All right. So I think um, the dude in the bottom left on the purple background, um, is that supposed to be Buzz Grunt? Because he looks like military, maybe or maybe just similar to Buzz Grunt. I don't know if he showed up until Sims 2. I was going to say, I don't remember him until 2, but maybe this is yeah, laying maybe, the groundwork. But good God, these gra- they, their jaw lines, like they're so like, squared off and kind of i don't know amazing you, you know you notice that they look kind of different their jaws and noses like yeah. they're kind of like sharp and kind of beaky i guess you could say you would say that <laughs> i would definitely say that we've come anyway. a long way yes we, we have um even by the next iteration uh sims 2 the author talks about this is their favorite uh box art um i think i think i'd tentatively agree um it's it's got a nice mix of different genders everyone's looking a little white with the exception of like one dude in the front and like an alien in the back um and i guess the girl in the front might be asian um but she's also like doing a karate stance so i don't know how uh Mm -hmm. pc that is um Mm -hmm. yikes so it i mean it's definitely a step up from uh, Sims 1 in terms of graphics we all know this but even even Sims 2 at this point for where we are now is just so old so ancient totally any thoughts on Sims 2 box art um Sims 2 box art you know I um I don't know that it's like good per se by modern standards but I definitely have a soft spot for it because it hits all my nostalgia buttons because Sims 2 is the first Sims game I started playing so mm-hmm. I mean I don't yeah. have really any strong opinions beyond that but it's just okay but didn't really show the main aspect of the game uh, which is the addition of like there being generations well enough so Sims 2 is the first time you I think could like change age am I right about that I may be wrong about that. Do you remember that? I I don't quite remember how that all went down. Let let us know if we're super wrong. We already have a corrections, uh, a correction to make later in the episode. But uh, if we're wrong, tweet at us, yell at us. Um, We want to hear from you. 
Let's talk about Sims 3. So I, I'm looking at this one now. Oh, yes. Yeah. The cover art is deceiving. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean now about them being different? Because it's like, like I said, in the game, they look like little potatoes. But then on the cover art, they look defined and nice and crisp. And it's like... And have emotions. It's very bizarre. Um, Really, EA? Really? The author (laughs) um, called them pudding faces. (laughs) Pretty much. That's not wrong, honestly. Like, I hate to say it, but it's true. They're a little squishy. God bless. Just God bless them. Bless, Bless their hearts. Without Sims 3, we would not have Sims 4. That is true. Any other thoughts on uh, Sims 3? Uh, it, it's, a, it's a lesson in how appearances can be deceiving. Let's just say that. I don't hate Sims 3 as a game, obviously, but like, you know, the cover art is deceiving. <laughs> I think there's a place in my heart for Sims 3, but yes. I don't, I've had trouble going back since playing Sims 4, so. Exactly. That's pretty much where I'm at. Without further ado, Sims 4, the old version um, so the original album art has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight Sims. And those were Sims that appeared on multiple iterations of the box art. They actually appeared as toddlers when the toddler pack came out, which I love. Um, yeah, I it's a nice little, cute. yeah, it's a nice little Easter egg that I'm a big fan of. Um, you've got your old lady with the glasses. Who's kind of like, Meh. um, and they're all <laughs> sort of interacting with each other. It's, you know, the, the newness, the new graphics are on full display. Um, and it's just, you know, it, there's sort of like the camaraderie. It, it, harkens back more to the sims 2 uh art um but definitely kind of shows off the fact that this iteration is a little bit more cartoony than um putting face sims 3 mm-hmm. yeah I, I cartoony you kind of hit the nail on the word or the nail on the head there because it's like i don't know I, I just feel like this this um particular sims game it's like the, the art's very different from the past ones, and not even just because it's, like, better defined. If you go with, like, the default Maxis look for your Sims versus installing a bunch of custom content, they look very, like, like you said, cartoony. It's like yeah. they look like little clay people. It's, it's interesting. I mean, I really like that art style. I know a lot of people are kind of like, give me the alpha CC and make this realistic. I do, I do too. I just see my alpha hair, you know, and then I'm happy. I'm like, yay. But I totally get I it. Know. That's just me. I, I download I like, it. Fair. I like Max's hair, but I'll do Max's everything else. That's so. fair. I think that's a fair assessment. Um, so the newest uh, iteration uh, kind of blends all the great things about all the past uh, iterations. We've got Sims of all different diverse backgrounds, uh, making each like unique uh, facial expressions, which I think is meant to show off like there's all kinds of emotions you can play with. Um, mm-hmm. You got a chef with cookies front and center, um, a guy uh, taking a photo. Um, in the bottom left-hand corner, there is a girl with her arm around another girl with pink hair. Now, there's speculation there. Obviously, we don't need to go too deep into this, but um, there is speculation that that is an LGBT couple on the front of a game, which, if that's true, that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's excellent. I mean, I'm here for it. some would say, like, that's a little bit much to go on uh go into just from cover art, but I think there are, so these Sims that appear on the cover are like the Sims that appeared on the old four cover. So all of Mm -hmm. those Sims were your pre-mades that would come up when you entered create a Sim. So 
Do you recognize any of these, Jane, from the new create sim when you uh, open your game uh, um, as characters that you just kind of generate? I did get one of them. I got the blonde guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I haven't seen them yet because I think with me, my game is a little different because I have custom skin tones installed. So a lot of the time when my sims randomize, they come out as being um, African-American sims versus you know, just whatever other base game EA skin tone. Cause mm-hmm. I have this huge pack of African-American skin tones. Um, so I haven't really seen a lot of the new um, pre-generated Sims yet, but I'm hoping more of them pop up cause I want to actually put them in my game. So yeah, there's been some talk about each of these Sims having their own kind of backstories as do the mm-hmm. ones on the old four album art. I think they were all, um, uploaded to the gallery that's recently right. by, by Maxis. So if you do want like their quote unquote official stories, then you would want to go to the gallery and download them. Yeah. So check those out. Thank you again, Cinderella Mouse, uh, for mm-hmm. this very informative and thorough analysis of Sims through the years. Yep. It's very helpful for us. So thank you. You're making our job a lot easier. <laughs> so speaking of that new uh, create a sim, You've been in there, Jane. I don't know mm-hmm. how much you've played with it. We've got a couple testimonials from other members of the Under the Plum Bob squad on how the new Sims Stories functionality. So they announced this in the July Maxis Monthly. This is mm-hmm. thrilling to me because I'm one of the people who really misses the sort of built-in storylines of Sims. And I'm really interested to see, you know, how this plays out for me. Basically, you enter create a sim, you're given sort of a blank slate, um, shadow of a sim, and you go through this kind of personality quiz, and that generates your sim's traits and aspirations, as well as a, hu- a couple uh, hidden features and you know traits like starting funds, uh, your career, and your skills. So the quiz will compute all of that based on your answers, and then all the settings are locked but then the Sims physical appearance can be changed. So you can either opt to go through that process or go through your regular, you know, customize every piece of my Sim uh, mm-hmm. that we're used to. So mm-hmm. do you have uh, opinions and thoughts on this? Uh, um, I do have thoughts. I've only gotten to use it once, but I like it so far. Um, I'm definitely planning on utilizing it for, um, I'm going to start doing a Sims story on Tumblr, and I'm definitely going to use it for that because I, I tend to, I think, make the same Sims over and over. You know, I tend to give them the same traits and kind of make them look, well, not always look similar, but they're definitely similar in terms of personality. And that can be kind of a problem, especially uh-huh. with like in-depth storytelling, because you start kind of regurgitating the same plot lines over and over. Nerd, so, bookworm. I think it, yeah. What's my I other one that be, I always do? <laughs> Right. I always do like creative, cheerful yeah. and family oriented. And it's like not everybody is all creative and cheerful all the time. It's yep. like some people are, you know, criminals or whatever. So now it's like, you know, if that's what I generate, then that's going to be that background character or whatever. So I think it's handy for stuff like that, where you fall into the trap of just making the same Sims over and over, which I think a lot of people do. Yeah. And I think this is um, the, the yeah. developers really listening to feedback from the fans and understanding how our gameplay has evolved over time with all the different mm-hmm. games. Um, I think we talked about it in the last Social Bunny about um, the new, the randomized traits button that you get when aging up or when creating a sim. So this right. this just takes that one step further, and I, I really like it. Yeah, it's really handy. Both those things combined are 
really handy, especially for like storytellers, but you tend to fall into a rut as you know, the generations go on. Yeah, you got to have some some continued randomization to add to the spice of life. So Vanity gave this a try to and uh, her testimony, I'm just going to read verbatim because it's very Vanity. All right. First, you have to click the add a new sim button in create a sim to get started. Do not, I repeat, do not make your beautiful sim with their amazing clothes and hair and then go to make the story because you will see that nope, you cannot. Sounds like Vanity uh, was <laughs> a little, uh, you know, went the wrong direction. So a little, little disappointed. A little there. disappointing. So, so quiz first, then customization. Mm-hmm. Okay, on to the story. It first asks you lots of random questions, like the sorting quiz on Pottermore. Shout out to our Harry Potter fans. Uh, or those personality quizzes you take when you apply for a job. Based on those, it gives you an aspiration, traits, and skills. Once you get into game, you are already a level three in your career. At least uh, Vanity was in her playthrough based on the uh, quiz that she took, which she thought was pretty cool. Um, and it gives you a storyline, which is all... Vanity has wanted in Sims 4. So thanks, EA, she says. Uh, Since I know you're listening, you spies. So thanks, Maxis and EA, for hearing us. All of our our asks for storyline capabilities. Um, I'm really excited. I'm I'm excited to try it myself. And I'm just excited for what this means about the game. Because it really Mm -hmm. shows that, you know, we've... The the voice of the people has been heard. And I, I... and of the positive uh, camp that feels that that happens a fair amount. So I'm happy. Yeah, it, it shows that it's evolving. Don't worry, guys. We'll complain later in this episode. In fact, yeah. very soon. It's true. All right. So what else? We have now a thousand or more, actually, new build objects um, unlocked across all packs. So, like, there's a bunch of new, basically, debug build items. There's a new cheat you can type in to get to them. Um it's bb.showLiveEditObjects. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. So all of those, anything you see, not anything, but many of the things you see in the world of Sims 4 that you're like, huh, I wish I could add this on my own lot. Uh, for a long time, wasn't available. And I think it was the addition of the, um, maybe a little before this, but StrangerVille um, had that plane crash that, was editable that people loved, but then it had the uh, trailers uh, that weren't editable. You couldn't add them to your lot that people were like throwing their hands up. Like, well, if you tease me with this, why can't I also have this? So that's pretty rad. Um, So there's, you know, those types of things, rocks, and there's a whole bunch of stuff. There's um, the coral from Sulani, some objects and items that you would see in just in the background but none of these are functional right that's correct so the caveat here is they're all decor based and sims actually just kind of walk through them unfortunately which that's a bummer for some of us who are into it from the gameplay aspect like i wasn't expecting there to be interaction with it but i was hoping that they would at least be like placed objects that sims would walk around you know what i mean so that's kind of a bummer but i'm gonna i'm gonna take the moment and be grateful for it because to me that's another uh example of 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 maxis mm-hmm. listening to us so all right about so it. we also recently had a new patch um 
where it was for PC and console, came out Tuesday, July 16th. Um, the patch notes indicate that new clothing, accessories, and hairstyles were added to the PC base game. And EA is catching well-deserved heat because some of these new clothes were clothes that came with packs, um, like the expansion packs. Ugh. The clothes got new swatches and were put into the base game. Now, here's my take on this. Um, from what I understand... Mm-hmm. If you don't have the packs that the clothes originally came with, you only get those few swatches. So, yes, you're getting a free item, but you're also getting fewer swatches than those of us who paid for it. Okay. But counter-argument. I originally paid for the clothes, and I maybe wouldn't have made that purchase if it were like, instead of, hey, look at these new outfits it's hey look at these new swatches for Mm. existing outfits like think of someone who like didn't have that expansion pack and was paying to get it after the fact after this patch like that's to me a different situation like i'm not gonna sit here and like complain about like oh they took my money but there's that one i feel is a little bit shadier than some of these other ones that i'm like positive penny about you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a different deal. I'm less stressed about the whole <laughs> outfit swatch situation <laughs> than I am about, you know, the whole loading screen causing health issues for people. I mean, to me, to me, this whole totally. unlocking some clothes thing, I, it's a non-issue, but that's me. You know, everyone has different opinions. I just don't care. It's whatever. Yeah, I think that's totally valid, too. Listen, this is this is a... a update and a Max's Monthly full of controversy and differing opinions. So if you have them, dear listeners, we want to hear about them. Twitter, Facebook, all of it. Reach out to us. Our website, you know what it is. If you don't, we'll say them all at the end of the episode, so stay tuned. Um, EA also added an entire cast of new Sims into Create a Sim, um, like we said earlier. And the old Create Mm -hmm. a Sim, um, randomly generated Sims, are also now available in the gallery. I'm sorry, I was trying not to hiccup there. Um, and they're the ones that, like, if you think about it, they <laughs> um, the ones that pop up randomly when you make a new sim. But they're only, um, yeah, they only have traits and names and such when they're on the gallery. So otherwise, you know, you're free to make your own story. Um, right. There were not a lot of bug fixes this time. They did fix an error that was preventing players from loading certain save files. And I'm not even going to read the error code because I don't even know how to begin deciphering it. But basically, if you had an error where you tried to load a game while your sim was away from their active, like their home lot, and they had some actions they could perform, it wouldn't let you load the game. But now that's a non-issue. And then they also fixed the issue of objects getting stuck to toddlers' hands, which, thank God, because that was getting really annoying to have to constantly hit reset sim. I had to just keep opening MC Command Center and reset sim, reset sim, put down your iPad and your 15 toys. Like, really ridiculous. (laughs) That plate of spoiled food that's stuck to your hand. Okay, I don't know if this is, like, (laughs) still happening for anyone, but I definitely had a thing where it's like you would have a plate of food and like it would start floating sideways in the air, and then eventually, mm-hmm. eventually it would spoil, that. and you couldn't find it, and it's just like yep. uh, so. It's sitting like half half cocked, like Is it half still upside happening? down. So okay, I haven't so played it in a while, but 
it was happening and it hasn't been mentioned as far as I'm aware it's in the weird. patch notes. It's so like the, it's the weirdest damn it's thing very I've ever seen. It's like suddenly, you know, every once in a while my Sims dinner is possessed by, you know, the freaking boogeyman. It's creepy. Um, but hopefully they'll <laughs> fix it soon. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a mod that I have that's causing it, but I'm hearing that people with just the base game are having this issue too. So, yep. <laughs> Yep, anyway. Yeah, mod free. Mod free. I am experiencing mm. the same thing. So um, I haven't seen that go away. Um, stay tuned to the show um, in its regular episodes. We'll try to give some uh, regular updates uh, on episodes and in our social media on whether or not that has been uh, fixed. But I have faith that they've got their eye on it and that uh, f- future patches will fix that issue. I'm I'm about to slide into the forums and be like, what's up with the food going sideways? Like, what is this? Anyway, (laughs) um, the Sulani animation on the world select screen is now going to display properly for players who don't yet own Island Living. Um, Thanks, marketing team. Uh, Within the tutorial, your friendly roommate, Alex, will now successfully give your sim a job again. I don't know about the tutorial. I've never played it, but that's good that there's no glitches anymore. Me neither. Uh, the main menu will continue to play the, or sorry, display the pack art that you've selected until you decide to change to a different one. So that's cool. Um, on the Mac, they fixed an issue where camera controls for rotating and zoom levels are behaving inconsistently when using a trackpad. That must have been a massive pain in the ass. So it's a good thing they fixed it. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah. For vampires, they fixed an issue where vampires were failing to route when directed to perform the dark meditation and influence emotions powers. So basically, I, I guess they would just stop and like glitch out. That's my guess. So that, that's good that they fixed that. Um, Island Living is now out on console as of July 16, which is a very fast turnaround for a pack from console to um, or PC to console. Sorry, not console to PC. It's the other way around. Yeah, that's a big one. And also, we it wasn't mentioned before. I didn't mention it before. We didn't mention it before. Um, but all of that new, fabulous new art for all of the games, they're going to be updated for console uh, very soon. They're not yet, but very soon all of that will transfer over to console. Very cool. Um, right. There's... Dropped in the script here, there's a screenshot of the really big cat statue. Aww. He's so cute. Look at it. Look at his. Look at his little face. I love him. <laughs> and the tweet from Sim, at SimGuru George is: I expect to see some awesome builds that honor Cotton Ball, destroyer of the world's largest ball of yarn, which is hilarious. Well, now I have to have my Sims yeah. adopt a cat named Cotton Ball because yeah, adorable. Okay, so there's also speculation about another pack being released after Realm of Magic. And we know, I guess, so or, no, it's a rumor. Sorry. Sorry. Not, <laughs> we not neither to confirm, confirm anything, nor deny. The rumor is that, yeah, we know nothing. Um, the rumor on the street is that Realm of Magic is going to be out by the end of September. So if that's true, yeah, that's cool. I mean, they talked about that in the EA play. They talked about, they said fall for Realm of Magic. So speculation is September. That's not official. We don't know. Um, So we know about that one. I mean, either way, either way, I'm good at waiting because I have to wait for Animal Crossing until freaking March of 2020. And I guess I'm still not over this. I think I said this in the last Social Bunny as well. I was complaining about that. You did, and you're valid for doing so. Thank you, because I'm still just extremely irritated. I mean, obviously, I don't want to rush the game, but I'm still just like, can I have my Animal Crossing now, please? So where's my Tom Nook? Um, For real. So the the 
additional rumor that there's going to be another pack release in 2019. Sims Community put out a story about it, and it's based on what I feel is a really specific uh theory that, listen, if it's right, it's genius. And if it's wrong, based on what I do for a living, it, you know, I can see it really kind of being a red herring. So um, Mm -hmm. there has been a job posting for a voice editor um, at EA uh, Hmm. between July 8th and October 11th. So this job posting is leading Sims community to believe that, um, you know, that timing is basically affecting that that will inform some new content coming out. Basically, they posted a job. Um, they want a voice editor. Um, and the yeah, they, they posted a job listening and it's like all hell broke loose. So the, for some the reason, wording so. and, and I'll explain why I think the way I think in a second. OK, um, the, the job posting the very first sentence is the Maxis studio of electronic arts is seeking a voice editor to join the audio team and help ship an upcoming expansion pack for the Sims four. So expansion pack is the word that's used in the job posting. Um, and that set off some red flags for, you know, eagle eyed viewers um, saying, Oh, but realm of magic is a game pack, not an expansion pack. I still have trouble discerning between all the different kinds of content that we get. But, um, so people are thinking, Hey, this isn't realm of magic. They're talking about, this is another one. Um, Mm -hmm. so listen, Mm -hmm. if in a perfect world, this is a new, this is in fact a new piece of content that we're getting and that we might get like one, two, boom, boom, uh, right in October. If it's university, you know that I will poop my pants in joy completely yes yes i will i will join you in the festive pants pooping that sounds awful but it's the episode title join me in the festive poop pants pooping the festive pants our our episode our episode title should just be festive pants done done and done there you go so (laughs) i'll be excited if it's university i'll be excited if anything i'll be excited i'll i'll be very thrilled so what i'm going to counter it with though not to be a bummer but so i work oh, no, it's okay. i work be a bummer. i work in hr i work closely with Ooh. the people who post jobs um for Fun. you know people and a little mm-hmm. inside baseball at least the place where i work is job postings a lot of the time are copy and pasted mm-hmm. from the last time that a job needed to be posted. Um, I'm not yeah. saying that's true everywhere, but the more you know, that's weird. I didn't know that, but that makes sense. I mean, why would you rewrite the whole thing if you don't need to? And I'm, I'm not saying they didn't take care, but what I'm thinking no, is expansion pack is pretty universal language um, that, yeah. you know, they, it's, po- it's possible they didn't, they just didn't think to say it's a game pack. It's a, Right. You know what I mean? So didn't didn't, didn't think to clarify because they didn't think anybody would yeah, care. My my theory is that kind of it's just not that complicated. But I could be mm-hmm. wrong. I'd be happy to be wrong. In fact, and this might just be me, but on the Sims community, their reprint of the um mm-hmm. of the job posting, there's an extra space after ship. See, here's the conspiracy theorist in me coming out. So uh, <laughs> it, it could have been that they wrote, uh, Max's Studio of Electronic Arts is seeking a voice editor to join the audio team and help ship extra space. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, uh, an upcoming expansion pack for The Sims 4. So who knows? Right. Maybe they almost 
added too much information. Um, Maybe. Who's to say? I, it's certainly well, not me. Here's, here's what I think, and here's why I think that people who think there is going to be another expansion are probably right. Uh, because based on the pattern of past releases, it seems like we keep getting expansion packs specifically in June and November. Fair. So that's fair. You know, that's a, you know, just, just me spitballing here, but I could be right. I'm happy if, you know, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong, but I hope I'm Yeah. Right. <laughs> like I said, I would be thrilled if we got something new and listen, the way to solve this, one of you listeners just apply for the job, be a, become their voice editor, get the inside yes. scoop and, uh, Email us uh, under the Plum Bob podcast yeah, at gmail.com. I, I wish I knew the first diddly darn thing about voice editing <laughs> so I could apply, but I, I don't. I, I don't. <laughs> I just I, I don't I don't mean to squash it. I think I love a good conspiracy theory, so I yeah, am here uh, for all of the speculation. Always. All, all we can do is wait and see. At the end of the day, it's like one of us is going to be right, and then the other person's going to be wrong. We're going to be, you know, either way, it's like, oh, well, life goes and on. And I'm going to be know? happy either way. Yep. So, uh, now for something very different. Jane, recently a uh, new marketing video, a marketing component from EA Maxis dropped. Um, and it's, from my understanding, it's meant to launch the new kind of look and feel showcasing mm-hmm. the new look and feel of the packs uh but also the rebrand the rebrand yes. thank you for that word that <laughs> for whatever reason escaped me um it's all right and it and it sort of um showcases the new slogan play with life which i mm-hmm. think is really interesting and you can check it out um there's a video of it on youtube you know the sims official page you can always check that out Basically, it runs through Mm -hmm. a couple real-life humans giving their sort of, you know, face-to-camera testimonial of why they play The Sims and why they love The Sims. What do you think of this one, Jane? I thought it was really nice. Um, I think it showcased a variety of different kinds of people and different identities and such. And uh, it's really important that we you know, get these stories out there and EA and the Sims, it's such a huge uh, platform. So it's nice to see, you know, that they're trying to actually give, I guess you could say marginalized people a voice, you know, because I I only skimmed through the video because I didn't want to get all emotional right before recording (laughs) this, but I did see they had a transgender person and then they had also, I think a disabled Mm -hmm. person. So yeah, you've got people of color, people from different countries, um, they talk about yeah. being bullied in school and having Sims that they used as an escape, different um, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. gender identities, like you said. Um, and it's kind of nice because at mm-hmm. the end, it's it's everybody's faces and they transform into their Sim selves. That's very cool. And, you know, I can only speak for myself, but, you know, that video kind of resonated with me because, you know, as a young, as a young kid, when I first started playing Sims, I didn't know I was gay. So I was like nine years old, but for whatever reason, I kept pairing all the girls with each other. And then now that I'm, now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, well, that makes sense. Cause it's like, I did the same thing with my Barbies. So it's like, you know, in in hindsight, (laughs) that makes sense. But at the time I was like, eh, okay, all the boys are ugly. All the girls get to marry each other. Like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was literally my logic. It was and, pretty great. I, I, and I still feel that way. I still have a hard time making male Sims. I'm like, these are, all these men look like feet. This is not working for me. <laughs> so. Men look like feet. 
They really do, though. <laughs> Especially with, like, if you if you just have a sim that you just pull out a creative sim and they don't have any skin details or whatever, it's like, they're all ugly. And you have to kind of, like, sculpt them into what you want them to be. And it's just, uh, women are so much easier to make over. Anyway. You're not wrong. I, I, and I, I love it. I, I thought it was... It, you know, it spoke to me in that way, too. You, mm-hmm. you can make The Sims whatever you want it to be. You can discover, yeah, you can discover yourself. You know, like, if you don't know you're gay yet, sometimes Sims is that vehicle. It's like, oh, wow, wait, wait a minute. Why do I keep putting girls together or boys together or whatever yeah. the case may be? It's like, I mean, I would imagine, especially now with there being mods and such, there actually is a gender dysphoria mod. And there's, like, custom chest oh. binders for yeah. transgender men. Um, just all these things is like, I can only imagine what it must be like to be a, a young person now playing the Sims and discovering all these mods and things and how much, I don't want to say easier necessarily sure. it must be to find yourself, but it must be like more, more comforting, yeah. I guess you could say, if you see yourself in that way. It's one of the great things so. about, you know, how great Maxis and EA are about mods and community created content. Um, it really kind of expands the possibilities for gameplay styles of all different kinds. Um, if you're interested in hearing us talk more about that sort of topic, um, you know, diversity in the Sims or just coping with, um, with life, playing with life with the Sims, um, episodes 15 and 16 of our podcast, um, episode 15 is called, how do you deal? Uh, and episode 16 is called increasing visibility. So, um, Th- those episodes we kind of we kind of dig deep a little bit we get a little uh get a little emotional uh on those episodes um so check those out um that's what this uh this marketing video reminded me of and i think it's a really nice uh you know a, a cool and different way that they are that ea and maxis are approaching uh talking about the sims yeah and i did um just now as you were talking i went and found a link to the sims um it's a gender dysphoria mod for having transgender Sims. Wow. Um, and the way that I handled it, I mean, this is, I'm not transgender, so I, I apologize in advance for any like insensitive language I may use. But the way that I handled it was that I had a Sim and they started out, you know, as one gender and then they slowly transitioned to the other. And then once I decided they had had quote unquote sex reassignment or gender confirmation, I don't know what the correct wording is these days. I believe it's gender confirmation surgery, but they had that. And then I basically switched them and created them from the frame that they had when I created them to the opposite. And then I took off the gender dysphoria trait. So it was like, once they had the surgery, they didn't have that anymore, which I don't know how realistic that is because I'm pretty sure people always have some degree of that, but that was just the way that I handled it. And it's a, it's a whole mod and it's very in depth. And then there's also a coming out mod. Huh? I think that's really beautiful. Also not speaking from personal experience. I think that that's really nice and beautiful. And in general, I'm just, I'm glad that this game exists to provide that, vessel and that vehicle for people to you know play with life in a way that they might not be able to do in real life so yeah so i think we should add that link to the um episode notes just in case anybody wants to snag the um gender display mod and then the coming out mod i think if you just google it there's a video on it on youtube and then the download link is from there so Excellent. Let's uh, let's get this wrapped up and uh, jump into our newest segment. What yes. just happened? Jane, would you like to read our listener story from Timothy okay. on Facebook? So from Timothy, we have the following. Timothy says, 
I was obsessed with Sims 2 when it came out. Same. Mm -hmm. I had every expansion and it played several families for a few generations. I had about five years of backstories and relationships and painstakingly cultivated storylines. Then my computer crashed. I was devastated and lost everything. That is the worst. I'm so sorry. Oof. The Sims 3 had just come out, but I wasn't wild about the cartoony graphics, and it never quite worked on my computer anyway. I also tried writing a book using my Sim characters and their storylines. That's cool. Mm. But I never gained much traction. Um, Now, after several years of mourning, I started The Sims 4 last year and have picked up with a few descendant characters of my old games. I'm loving it, but still wonder what if from time to time. Oh, of course. Yeah, I understand that. Absolutely. Timothy, welcome to the family, first of all. I mean... Timothy, I feel your pain. Yeah, for real. That I, I mean, I think that cuts us all to our core. Losing, losing That's a game. Like my worst nightmare. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> back up your save files, everybody. Yep. Back up. Actually, back up your whole computer while you're at it. That's you true. Never know. That's true. Um, a quick note of correction. Yeah, we gotta wear our correction hats. Anyway, this is on me because I think I started this trend. Um, it's not clear when we last talked about this, but I'm pretty sure anytime I have talked about this, um, I've called Katarina Lynx the wrong name, uh, Katrina Lynx. Cat is in her name. The woman has 17 cats. Of course, it should be pronounced Katarina. (laughs) I went to high school with a Katarina. Hi, Kat. Um, Sorry for saying your name wrong. Um, It's Katarina. I apologize. And that's the Caliente... That's a bad pun. That's a bad pun that, ha- that required yeah, me to pronounce awful. another name wrong. So <laughs> apologies. Apologies. Um, uh, thank that's you. That's so bad. That's kind it's of good. what I live by. But yeah, I've, I've been calling her, I've been calling her Katrina as well. So don't feel bad. I think I just like, my brain reads it too fast. And it's like, oh, that's Katrina. It's like, no, it's sense. Katarina. So mm-hmm. next week, Llama is bringing you another mod review. Uh, this one is... This is from Kawhi Stacy's Slice of Life mod. Um, I personally am on this episode, and I had some thoughts and feelings that uh, almost immediately after recording the episode, I played more with that mod and had some Mm. conflicting feelings. So take a listen. You'll enjoy it. Um, What about Cowplant? Um, Cowplant has the Seven Toddlers Challenge. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, oh dear. I I feel bad for them already. You mean the team? You mean the team that hates children in their games? Is that who you're talking about? Well, I love I love sim children, but I would not do the seven toddlers challenge. But yes, that is. It's a living nightmare, and I mm. play with mm. generations and toddlers mm. in my game regularly. I don't like playing with seven of them. No, thank you. One one at a time is enough. I once had triplets in my game, oh, and I no. wanted to die. Oh, no, so, no. Yeah, it was I it made was very Judith bad. Ward <laughs> adopt four newborns. That was fun for, like, four oh, yeah. Okay. Um, no, bad, bad, bad idea. So uh, <laughs> tune in to that to listen for how many uh, times the social worker gets called. So, Also, yeah, yeah. Judith Ward, she looks like she would be a terrible mother. So I don't know how that went. But I'll, I'll play anyway. that again soon and update it. But Cowplant, Seven Toddlers, mm. definitely tune in. Um, we got to yes. talk about this shout out that we got from Innova on Twitter. Um, it's a long Ooh, one. Yes. This is, she she really she really went off. She really spilled the tea. I'm here for it. Well, I should say yes. they. Anyway. Inova, thank you for, for writing in. Um, it's in response to our, our latest, uh, our last Social Bunny episode. So I'll go through this a little bit uh, with some of their feedback. 
So, uh, late to the party, but yes, Island Paradise did have the underwater scuba diving aspect where you explored an underwater world. See, I was right. Um, I played on a home-build PC and a Mac, and honestly, it ran best underwater. Interesting. Were you the one who was talking about how uh, the the underwater graphics were a little funky, or maybe that was Caitlin? Um, no, I was bitching about um just how it in general didn't run and the mm-hmm. houseboats were weird like they'd get stuck places i don't know there was a lot wrong with that expansion so but that's a whole episode that's right that's right itself. they they go on to say the houseboats graphics mechanics um seem to sl- slow things down um when playing on a houseboat it was a graphics overload the boats had a slight sway to them then all the water movement around the boat had to be recalculated with the light gen every camera turn add to that fact that by the time people installed this game it would be running with the base game and multiple expansions of dlc content that happened to me personally all of Mm -hmm. which is calculating in the background so when you tried to move your sim around it was a nightmare so i can understand why we don't have houseboats in the sims 4 but personally can't see the reasoning for no underwater diving world as this wasn't the aspect of the island paradise Mm -hmm. that slowed my average level machine's performance okay this makes sense now uh, the way she's describing it. Yeah, that does make that makes that makes a ton of sense. And I actually now I have some slight beef with the Sims team over that because I, I feel like that does make sense. And you know, I never really got to play Island Paradise to be honest because it just straight up did not run on my computer. It would crash my computer. Um, I have a gaming PC, and now I can actually go to that world. But when I do, my Sims just stand there mm-hmm. for a good thirty seconds, which is awful. And it's just it's so boring. It's literally unplayable. Like it'll run, but I can't play you know what i mean like it's it's uh, but yeah no i totally understand their point of view that's yeah uh, anova also i think in this in listening to the same episode we probably flubbed something about uh release cr- chronology um anova says uh, you guys totally missed the opportunity to talk about how yes vampires were included in supernatural which came out after late night which originally introduced vampires to sims 3 Okay, which gave people the option to have vampires without including the city. Wow. So you would get, so you could get late night, and that had vampires mm-hmm. in Sims 3. And then Supernatural also oh, had vampires. Oh, but if you already had late that's night. That's weird. Huh. Right. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't affect anything. Yeah, I, th- I think that's how I remember it. Yeah, but Supernatural brought uh, witches and mm-hmm. fairies and werewolves supernatural right? was witches? cool as hell yeah um i think we yeah i think we had witches fair, yeah witches fairies werewolves and then vampires also hmm, hmm. anyway interesting yeah, i gotta go play cool. sims 3 again now because i'm like oh i remember all this but i know the nostalgia is strong this episode it's wild but yeah i think this in over person i think they should be our new lore expert because they clearly know what they're talking about yeah thank you <laughs> Inova. Be, yeah anytime we have a question we should just be like yo Inova, what happened with this mechanic or what what have you it's like yeah they'll know amazing um if you have feedback for us if we have made a mistake this episode i'm sure that we have you can reach out to us on all of our social media yeah please Please feel free to correct us, especially my 
terminology usage regarding transgender people. I'm not even sure like what's correct anymore. I don't know if it's still considered sex reassignment surgery or if it's gender confirmation or if it's neither of those things. I don't even know anymore. So yeah, do feel free to correct me in particular. <laughs> yeah. We continue to learn and grow as yes. people. So if you want to talk to us, Plumbobcast on Instagram and Twitter, Plumbob Podcast on Reddit, under the Plumbob Podcast on Facebook and Tumblr. And if you just want to Google us under the Plumbob Podcast, that usually brings up our website, which is undertheplumbob.com. Yep. Um, there's a contact form on the website, you can, or you can just email us at undertheplumbobpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitch and YouTube. We're starting to stream a little bit more, so stay tuned for announcements on our social media about when that is coming up. Um. We are twitch.tv slash under the plum bob podcast. And on YouTube, we are plumbod pod YT. So um, you can subscribe to all the things. Subscriptions count, they matter. Rating and reviewing really helps us get out there to more of, of you fine folks. Um, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, and more? Question mark? You decide. Let us know. Um, shout out to our writers for this episode, Roxy Vanity, I know contributed, um, our Patreon member Shane, uh, thank you so much for sending us the Sims box art article. Yeah, thank you for that. That was very, um, handy. And I honestly, that's not something I personally probably would have found on my own. So yay. Good, good job. Oh yeah. Uh, have we mentioned we have a Patreon now? Yes, we do. It's very fancy. And I'm just like, yay. Um, I believe we're up to 11 Get out of here. patrons as of the time of this recording. What? I, I think. what? Yeah, you can check Crazy. out our options for different pay tiers. We welcome you for, for money purposes. And anyone who contributes, you get an invitation to our private Discord channel. Yay! And if you do the five dollars here, I, somebody will mail you a sticker. That's what I've been what? told. What? So. Okay. Yeah. That's reason enough. Uh, thanks as always to the wonderful Sims fan sites out there that provide a lot of our research and news. Uh, Sims community was a big help this time around. Sims VIP always has the replay of the Maxis Monthly, so check them out. Carl Sims Four Guide. As always, we love you, Carl. Um, thank you. Of course, to you, the listener, for listening and loving us and talking to us on social media and Facebook and Twitter and all the things. Um, We are happy to have you. Jane, I think it's time. Yep. Unfortunately, it's time for us to go back to the real world. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for listening. Dag, dag, everybody. Bye. Dag, dag. (laughs) Badish. Dag, dag. Do 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 do. Roxy is editing this and she hates me because she is wondering when this is over. Gonna sing about Jane letting her cat out. My cats are here and they can't go out. They are inside cats and we live in a second story apartment so they can't go out. Windows or doors, they're inside and they're happy. Most of the time.
until they pee on my stuff, which I tell them not to do. But they're good cats. Generally, rescues are great. Hmm, 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 hmm. Ha, 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 ha. Do, 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 do. I guess you'll know when the break okay. is over. Sorry, when I'm back. All right, so yeah. Is done. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, 